tell me your story. Well, that's important. But more than telling me your story, show me that you're sorry. That way, it's much easier to forgive you. the Dissect Podcast. My names are Newton Donkola. I am the host and creator of the Dissect Podcast. Thank you for joining me on this episode once more. We've only done this once this month. We're actually closing the month. Thank you very much for coming on board for this interesting episode. I'm always excited to have this conversation with you guys because the more I talk about certain things, I equally preach to myself. And I must say, over the time, I've learned to deal with certain truths about myself and within my life. And I'm super grateful for this opportunity. And I'm just very much hopeful all the time that it means just as much to you um, as people that listen this podcast and come back to this episode time and time again so without further ado let's get into today's episode where we are discussing five life hacks in fact i have the six of one as a bonus but we have five life hacks things that i've learned in this month of february and through my experiences and the lessons I have harnessed and I really want to share with you guys and I want to share with uh, everyone that's listening just to see if, you know, um, if you've not learned them, this is your time to learn them and even spend some time to think about them and see how you can grow different parts of your life. So let's get into it. If you have ears, then listen to this. So the first life hack that I've learned this month is this not everyone has the right to give me advice or opinionate on my life i'll give you a second to allow that to sink not everyone has the right to give you advice or opinionate over your life now let me explain People have to earn the right to give you advice. And when you begin to learn that, your life begins to carry a certain or take a certain direction. People have to earn their right to opinionate over your life. Now, I am very much aware of the fact that certain things you cannot control, certain things you cannot exactly put a limit to them. People will have will say what they have to say about you, right? But it also doesn't mean that just because someone says something about you, that you need to interiorize that, that you need to give it ear, that you need to give it certain level of concern, right? So I'm talking about the opinions that you can control. The ones that people will call you to and then say, sit you down and begin to opinionate and advise you on something. Sometimes even before or 
you just haven't even asked for advice someone just comes and sits you down and says well i think this and this and this about what you're doing and this is how it should go i'm not saying negate all the advice that comes in that way but i'm saying make sure that before you give ear to someone that they have earned the right to give you advice on that particular subject in what capacity are you coming to me wanting to give me advice on such and such a topic if you haven't gone through what i'm going through you're not currently going through what i'm going through and you're not even where i want to be after i go through what i'm going through so we have to establish in what capacity exactly are you coming to me to give me advice right you've not experienced this you're not experiencing this now you're not where i want to be after i've experienced this so exactly from what standpoint are you speaking the reason why i'm saying this is sometimes a lot of our energy is directed in the wrong direction of solving our problems because we have given ear to the wrong people who have given us wrong advice sometimes out of love but because they just merely don't qualify life hasn't yet qualified them to give you advice on certain topics you allow them to advise you because they're um your loved ones and they send you running in the wrong direction you are you burning your energy in the wrong direction and you're getting frustrated from doing things that don't work for you so you must ask yourself sometimes before i really listen to what this person has to say about my life what in what capacity are they coming to me all right so ask yourself these questions you could ask yourself more questions to really convince yourself that you need to listen to this particular person but the basic thing you can ask yourself is have, have they gone through what i am going through or are they going through what i'm going through if not at least are they where i want to be when i'm done dealing with this this will really will really help you so if you're never going through what i'm going through you're not you have not gone through what i'm going through you're not even where i want to be then i don't think we should be having a conversation at least until i actually ask you to advise me even if i understand that you haven't you don't qualify in any of these three areas right so that's the first life hack save your energy save your strength protect yourself from frustration by advice advising um avoiding certain levels certain advices from people that don't qualify to advise you i hope you get that the other life hack that i've learned this month is life and love have certain things in common and one of the common things and true to both these very cardinal parts of our lives is that they are not feelings but commitments life just like love is not a feeling but a commitment and you need to learn that like yesterday love is not a feeling yes it comes with a feeling but it's not a feeling and just because it comes with a feeling it doesn't mean that when the feeling is no longer there that there is no more love that's not true same as life life is not a feeling it's not 
what you feel, but it's about being committed to what you know you need to do. So there's certain things in life that you're going to have to do that will not feel good for you, right? Things that are good for us are not always good to do or to have. And we need to learn to accept that and begin to interiorize that because our life will then become very easy. The fact that I need to go to the gym and the fact that I go to the gym every day doesn't mean that waking up in the morning is fun. There is nothing nice, there's nothing glamorous about waking up in the morning and going for that morning run or going for that gym session before work or after work. There's nothing nice about it. Usually at least there's nothing nice, especially after you're two weeks in or a week in. There's nothing nice about it, but you have to do it because you're committed to what comes with whatever it is you're doing. And I've learned this about love this month. You need to commit. You, you don't, you're not at your best behavior because your, your partner is doing the best that they can be doing or that they should be doing or doing all the right things. You, you don't behave right in a relationship or in a marriage because the person that you're married to is is too giving you butterflies or is, is doing all the things right. No, you do the right things. You still come out as your best self in that relationship and your marriage because you're committed to be, to be and to offer your best version, irregardless of what the other party is doing, right? If you don't think they are worthy of you, then you step out and you leave, okay? But if you're going to stay, then you have to stay committed to being your best version of yourself in that situation, irregardless of what the other party is doing. So that's just one life hack that I learned this month and take time to interiorize it. Life and love are not feelings, they are commitments. When you learn that, life becomes a little more easier. The other life hack that I learned this month is this. Do not tell me you're sorry. Now, that's nice to hear, right? When you've wronged me and you tell me you're sorry, that's very nice to hear. But more than telling me you're sorry, show me that you're sorry. Show me that you're actually sorry. And the best evidence for someone who's remorseful for what they did, for someone who's sorry and repented for what they did is a changed behavior. Tell me you're sorry and then you keep doing the same thing and nothing is changing, then we have a problem here. Because clearly you're not as sorry as you say you are. So more than telling me you're sorry, in fact, don't even tell me you're sorry, just show me that you're sorry. Show me that this is worth giving another try. Show me that this is worthy of more of my time. Risking it again. Right? So more than just saying it. I mean, the saying is nice. You can say whatever you want to say. But at the end of the day, let's show that we're sorry and we're remorseful through changed behavior through worked on behavior and attitude, 
right? It makes a whole big difference. It makes forgiving you even easier, right? So let's let's think on that as well. Do not tell me you're sorry. Show me that you're sorry. Now, as the person that is receiving the apologies and the changed behavior, we also need to learn that people are not going to change and transform within a, you know, a snap of a finger. It's not going to happen that quick, right? We have to be patient with people and we have to be honest with actually seeing someone advancing, even if it's not at our expected pace, right? Someone is moving, but maybe they are moving at... And what you want is for them to move. It's not realistic for you to ask, right? And even if it's realistic for you to ask, you have to understand that we change and we develop at different paces, right? So we need to take that into consideration as well. But remember that the best evidence for a remorseful person, for a sorry person, is a changed behavior. So mark that. The other life hack that I'd like to share with you guys today is take some time to do something for you. And by this, I mean as a way of loving yourself, as a way of taking care of yourself, as a way of protecting your energy, do something that, that just makes you happy. Something that when you sit down, you look and you say, this is, this is just for me. In the sense of trying to push me further, in the sense of just taking time to appreciate myself, in the sense of protecting myself against things that I don't think I need in this phase of, in, of my life. So some, some, just be intentional about taking some time to do something for you. You might be a committed person at work or at school and you spend the entire weekend just working and working and working at a job that will replace you without a, without a twitch if you misfired somewhere, right? And, and, and I'm not saying don't give your jobs 100%. Give your jobs or whatever you're doing 100%. But also take some time to work on you, right? Maybe two hours of a weekend, work on an, on an online course. Something that's just for you. Get and learn that skill. That's for you. No one will take that away from you, right? Read a book. Something that's just for you. Take that walk. Um stretch exercise do something for you something that when you look at you say this is for my personal advancement this is something towards my my goal to be happy and fulfilled this is something towards me being a better person to remember in intermittently do something for you whether it's every weekend whether it's every evening after work, whether it's every morning, do something for you. Make it a habit to do something that fills you, that fills your cup, that services the machine of, your, of, of you that is life. So remember that and think on that. The other life hack that I wanted to share with you guys today 
It's actually going to be a short episode, right? The fifth life hack that I want to share with you guys is this. And, and, and stay with me. If your sense of appreciation, worth, or success comes from being more advanced or further along than others, then you will never know true worth or appreciation. Now, if that went over your head, don't worry. Let me explain. If you only feel successful because you're doing better than me, if you only look in the mirror and appreciate yourself because when you compare your life to mine, yours seems brighter than me, you will never know the sense of true worth and the sense of true appreciation, self-appreciation. Why is that the case? Let me tell you how fragile you are by doing that. If you only appreciate and love yourself and and deem yourself worthy of self-love and appreciation based off of the fact that when you compare and compete with me, you beat me at every aspect or whatever specific aspects matter to you. You're so fragile in this sense. Should anything happen in this life, God forbid, but should anything happen in this life, which, you know, it will or might, because life is like that today, you know, the boy is, is in your corner, the other day it's in someone else's corner, and the other day it's in another person's corner. So life is life will always happen. So sometimes, seemingly in different moments of our lives, some people will seem to be doing better than us, or will seem seemingly be better than others. It's just life. But if your sense of self-worth and appreciation come from comparing your life and saying, I end 10,000 kwacha and he ends 8,000 kwacha and she ends 5,000 kwacha, so I'm good. So I'm, I'm, I'm successful. What then happens when that other person that's earning 6,000 kwacha less than you gets a leg up because life gives different people and gives us all legs up at different opportunities. It's just about being prepared to take them on, right? So when it gives that person a leg up and all of a sudden they're earning 5,000 more than you, does that then mean you're really unsuccessful? Does it? Why would you cover yourself with self-loathing simply because somebody else external to you has earned a lot more, a little more than you earn. If you ask me, I'll tell you that's a very fragile state to be in. So if you want to experience true love and true sense of um, self-appreciation and worth, spend more time appreciating yourself and comparing yourself to who you were before, right? Competition is okay and comparison is okay. And I always say this, as long as it's constructive and there's a slim, thin line between it being constructive and utterly being destructive. And if you're not able to strike that line, then you best not even compare or compete at all. But if you're going to do it, make sure it's still constructive for you. There's a very thin line there. And you want to watch that line and ensure that it's working for your good and for the good of those around you. 
So don't appreciate yourself because you're doing better than me. I might be doing better than you tomorrow. What happens to you then? Right? It's just life. It's just life. But I do understand one thing for sure. At whatever state you are in in your life, you deserve appreciation and you deserve to feel worthy of life. Whether you are at the bottom amongst your friends, whether you are the least amongst what your friends are any, you still deserve to be appreciated and just to, to hold on to that sense of self-worth. So don't, don't get that self-worth because you have more numbers on social media, because you have more likes on your pictures and your friends, because you drive a better car, because you have a good house, or you're in a relationship and others are not. Be happy about your relationship. Yes, feel self-worthy and appreciated because of your relationship, but not because others are not in the relationship. Maybe because you didn't, the one that you have now was better than the previous ones. Maybe because you actually took the right the time this time around to choose the right person for you. Those are reasons why you should be proud and, and happy for yourself and, and appreciate yourself for. Not because you're comparing yourself to the next person, because that's not long lasting. And that is fake sense of self-appreciation and self-worth. And I don't wish it on anyone, not even my enemies, if I had. The bonus life hack for the month of February is this. The reason why you keep saying yes to everything is because you have nothing to say no for. Most of you will sit down and wonder, why is it whenever my friend asks me to escort them to town, even if it's just for window shopping, I always say yes. Why, why, why is it that every single time my friend asks for money, I always give them? Why is this that? Even if it's detrimental to me, why, why do I always give 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 I'm, I'm i'm you know i'm a cup that keeps on giving it's because you have nothing to say no for people that give genuine no's the no's that allow you to sleep at night are the no's that are backed up with an actual reason why you couldn't take that offer why you couldn't do what you have been asked to do so before you sit down in fact as you sit down you want to make sure that if, because if your time is, is purposeless, your time doesn't have purpose attached to it, any other suggestion on how to spend your time will seem worthy to be undertaken or to take off your time. If your money is rested and lying down without purpose attached to it, anyone that gives it purpose by asking for it or by suggesting that you spend it a certain way will always seem like it's the right way to go. Because it was purposeless, man. It was there, it's yours, but it was purposeless. The time is there and it's yours, but it's purposeless. So whenever someone suggests something for you to, to use that time with, you always say yes. So it's not that you're a boundless, you're, you're um, you know, boundaryless person. It's not that you are just careless. It's that you have no reason to say no for. So spend more time to actually figuring out how is that you want your time to be spent right because if i say no there is no way i'm saying yes to going to town with you for window shopping in the same time period that i had set aside to work on my assignment that is due tomorrow morning monday no way 
because I'm comparing two priorities. What do I have to lose if I don't go with you window shopping today? But what do I have to lose if I don't submit that report tomorrow morning? So when I compare the two, then I can tell you no, gracefully and respectfully. And I will sleep properly at night because when I weighed the two, one was more important than the other. And I acted accordingly. So you want to manage your time better, your finances better, your life better generally, attach purpose to it. Let things and people and money and time have purpose. Then you will manage it so much more, better than you were before. I hope these life hacks were helpful. I know that they were on every aspect of life. We've talked about love, finances, and everything else. But this is what I learned with you. And I didn't want, it, I didn't want this to stay with me. Because I really think it will help someone out there. So I hope it was helpful to someone. Remember to share these links wherever you are consuming them from with your friends and family and let's grow together. And thank you, thank you so much for coming back to this episode. Hope to see you and hear from you again on my next episode. Have a good new month and have a good new week. So much love from me to you. Until next time, it's bye-bye and God bless.